Hi, my name is Chris Warfick and this is the Warfick Anxiety Podcast, helping you reduce anxiety and live better every day. I'm really excited that you can join me and together we can learn to enjoy life more. Do you love flying or is it something you dread getting on that plane every year, something that you really don't look forward to? Well, if you're in the latter camp, then this episode is for you because today we're going to be looking at five things you can do to conquer your fear of flying. Hey, how are you doing? Welcome to the podcast. Today we are looking at how to conquer your fear of flying. And this is something that's very relevant and personal to to me. So I'm going to start this episode by telling you a bit about my own story. Now, I'm not self-indulgent enough to think that everyone will care. If you want to skip past this bit and get to the suggestions, feel free. I won't hold that against you. But for those of you that are interested and want to know that you're not alone, then fear of flying is something that's really held me back. I I absolutely hated it. I flew flew once as a child and that was okay and then as my anxiety kind of grew in my teenage years it it was just off off the agenda and it wasn't that much of a problem like I just didn't go anywhere exciting on holiday um, but the problem is that my my girlfriend or my, my now wife is from Finland and Finland is a three hour flight away it's up in northern Europe and obviously you know to get to go see to meet a mum and everything to have to go to Finland and this all came to a head about a year after we got together when she wanted me to come to Finland because she was over here doing doing a study abroad year and she I didn't have to go back to uni yet but she did she didn't want us to be apart and she asked me to come back for to Finland for a few weeks so we could spend a few more weeks together and I had to tell her that I, I just couldn't get on a plane my anxiety was too much and she broke down in tears in the middle of a pub garden uh pub beer garden and yeah I'll, I'll be honest there's um there's few things in life that have made me feel like shit as much as my girlfriend crying in the middle of a pub garden because my anxiety was preventing me from getting on that plane and going to Finland and for me that was a real catalyst to say right I've, I've got to do something about it so I booked myself on a fear of flying course and I went off and I did this it was I went to my local airport Leeds Leeds airport and for, for those of you in the UK, you might have seen the, I think it's a Harry Enfield sketch about Yorkshire Airlines. And it's this terrible joke where they're flying Leeds to Leeds because everywhere outside of Yorkshire is rubbish. But the irony is I've actually taken that scheduled flight from Leeds to Leeds. Because the way these 
how fear of flying courses work is you go in and you have like a day of them telling you stuff and then you go and take a 20 minute flight and so i went through all the day it was pretty scary but then we had to go to the airport and actually do the flight and as soon as i got onto the tarmac my legs just turned to concrete and i couldn't walk towards this plane and you know how they always tell you that it's okay because there's always someone there who's more afraid than you are so you can kind of comfort yourself with that well i was definitely the one person who was there to make everyone else feel good about their own anxiety because i was more afraid than they were and i was the last person on to the plane everyone else was like sat down and putting their seat belts on and I'd, I'd taken my dad for support and there were all the flight I think I got an entire flight attendant just assigned to look after me but I did it and then I just I went through the motions of the standard stuff like we get told to do graded exposure and of course that's really difficult when it's about flying because you can't go out and fly every day but then the next thing, I, I took my my girlfriend to Paris for the weekend because that's less than an hour's flight. And then we gradually built up to the point where, where we could go to Finland. And, you, you know, honestly, it doesn't, it doesn't feel good. It feels awful getting on a plane now, but I can do it. I can get on that plane to Finland. So how did I do this? What techniques can we use to help you get over your fear of flying or at least get you to the point where you feel a bit more comfortable to the point where you can do it and maybe relax a little bit? Well, I've got five suggestions for how you can do that. And let's jump in. Number one is take the cognitive approach. And this means reminding yourself why you're feeling anxious because i talk a lot about the anxiety feedback cycle and that means that we we start feeling bad because we're anxious but then the feelings themselves then we feel we're ill or that there's something wrong and that causes us to panic more that increases our anxiety levels that increases our symptoms levels and that it becomes a feedback loop in which we panic more we feel worse we panic more we feel worse panic more we feel worse and we go into that cycle and so if you can intercept that on the cognitive level and say the reason i'm feeling this way is anxiety and it's not i'm not dying or anything it's just anxiety then we can slowly help to stop that feedback like cycle continuing and so the way to do this with flying is to remember that our brains are a product of evolution right we're we're products of you know a million years of evolution we were hunter gatherers for hundreds of thousands of years that's the environment our brain developed in and that's what we're really conditioned to use and although our brains are very flexible there's kind of always a lingering thing back to that so when we put it in a tin can and accelerate that tin can to 100 miles an hour and then take it up to 10,000 meters into the air well there's no way that evolution could have prepared our brain for that of course our amygdala is going to be totally freaked out so when you when you're on that runway when you're taxiing when you're flying up into the air and thinking oh i feel awful 
it's important to remind yourself that the reason you feel awful is because evolution could never have prepared you for what you are doing now and it's gun that's the reason you're feeling uncomfortable you're not about to die your heart's not about to explode you're just a product of evolution and yes it's going to feel a bit uncomfortable suggestion two is to use indirect exposure therapy now in exposure therapy what we do is we would just go out and do the thing and in an ideal world you'll just have a plane sat around in your backyard that you can fly every day for most of us that's not realistic right but there are things we can use as a proxy for the plane so for example if you don't like flying because you're claustrophobic and you're going to be trapped in this plane well why not get on a train because it's really similar right a plane cabin and a train cabin you can't get off between the stops you're pretty much trapped on there and obviously it it doesn't you know usually feels worse in a plane but in terms of the claustrophobia actually a train's a pretty good substitute for a plane and maybe you can do that every day that's a possibility right if you maybe commuting get the train that's an option or say if it's the heights that you don't like when flying then go to the top of a tall building every day and try and acclimatize yourself to a bit of those heights or let's say you don't like all the airport security well you could go down and visit your local law courts like you're entitled to go in and every court will have some seating for guests and you know when you go into the court building you're probably like searched and they'll x-ray you and all all that stuff and maybe that's a good proxy for helping you reduce your anxiety and getting you used to the things that you're really anxious about without actually having to go and take that flight and then when you do it for real you'll think oh yeah this is just like being at the top of the tall building it's just like going through security at the law court and it'll give you a bit of exposure therapy before you do it suggestion three is to use distraction so if you're going to be on the plane you know you're going to feel uncomfortable then what you want to do is make sure you're distracting yourselves and you want to do this right because there's probably a bunch of in-flight films right but in-flight films or any films are just rubbish distraction because you can start the film playing and your mind can just wander off and worry and totally freak you out and films for me just don't cut it as distraction what you want to do instead is use something that requires cognitive load you want to try a puzzle book you want to try a game if you've got a tablet computer load that full of games and just spend the entire time playing the game because when you're immersed in a game it takes all of your cognitive capacity and doesn't leave any left for worrying so if you're going to use distraction make sure you use it right and make sure you use things that are really effective suggestion number four is use medication so you can go to your gp and they will give you something to relax you there's a a bunch of options you might get say beta blockers such as propanolol which will slow your heart or you might even get a tranquilizer like uh, a, a benzapine like uh, diazepam which will just it literally it will just tranquilize you um, 
and normally they'll, they'll give you give you a few so you can try it out before you get on the flight um and and then you can also self-medicate with alcohol and I, I don't want to say what you should do is you should go out and abuse alcohol before the flight. I'm, I'm not really recommending that. But what I will say is that if you do that, it's a totally normal thing to do. People with anxiety and people without anxiety that just don't like flying do get drunk before a flight. That's not a weird thing to do. Uh, I'm not saying it's the best thing to do, but it is something that happens a lot and it might work for you so i will leave you open to consider whether that's that's a sensible thing for you to do or not um no no official recommendation here the fifth thing that i will suggest is take a course i mentioned i did uh, a flying fear of flying course so when i did uh, these are both based in the uk uh, i did virgins flying without fear that was very good I know British Airways also do one called Flying with Confidence. I haven't done that, but it looks very similar. And I would imagine other countries have similar programs that you can do as well. If you do them, then make sure you get one that actually includes an actual flight. Because some of them are just kind of days where you go in and you talk about stuff and they give you some cognitive techniques and for me that that's worth almost nothing the reason that we use cognitive behavioral therapy instead of just cognitive therapy is you need to do some doing in your therapy so if you're going to do the course there needs to be a bit where you actually take a flight or my guess is you're basically not going to feel better when it comes to doing the real thing so the the courses are really wonderful they're really supportive make sure you get one with an actual flight and you will get a lot of benefit out of that so to run down the five suggestions that we've talked about here first is take the cognitive approach be kind to yourself remind yourself that of course your brain is going to freak out and the reason that you feel uncomfortable on a flight is because you're a product of evolution it's not that you're going to die use indirect exposure if there's a specific thing about the flight you're worried about such as the claustrophobia the heights the airport security then ask yourself what proxy could i use to do exposure therapy here on the ground before i do it for real number three if you're going to use distraction do it effectively do something that takes the cognitive load away from the anxiety and does something else with it Number four, consider medication, whether that be speaking to your GP or maybe building up some Dutch courage in the bar beforehand. And number five, consider one of the many courses out there that you could go do beforehand and they would make you feel a lot better.